0: Welcome to Double Fry's No Slawn. It is Sunday. We're at March 20th. We're in the heat of March Madness, Richie, which I want to talk to you about a little bit later in the episode. But how are you doing today, man? How's your weekend so far?
1: Good, man. It's been a a lot of just me sitting on the couch watching college basketball. Intentionally went into work about 5 a.m. Friday, so I was home by 2 um just watching all these games st peter's man the cinderella we got one that i'm excited about that uh but like you said we'll get into that a little bit later but yeah yesterday and when we get off here
0: today it's all about march madness for me man Uh, it's a fantastic time of year um my favorite it's my favorite four days of sports of anything i you know like four consecutive days I mean, it's not even really close. Like I, I the Masters to me is the only thing that could maybe be somewhat cons- close just because like bowl season, like it's never four days in a row and nah. bowls suck anyway now. And NFL, like you'll have like Saturday, Sunday, you know, playoffs and stuff. Like that's fun, but that this is the best. And then, you know, like even the Masters, I know you're a big Masters fan. I'm not trying to get you to go golfers, basketball, but like I'm watching on Thursday, but like I'm not hyped up on Thursday at the Masters like I am for Thursday of like 16 games from noon to midnight or 1 a.m. Like there's just something special about this tournament. And so, yeah. I've so if there. I had to, if it's I had to fantastic. rank
1: them Sunday of the masters to me is the best sporting event of the year, but I agree this weekend, Thursday through Saturday is the best four days you'll ever find because I'm the guy that's watching on my phone, seeing what Brooks kept was doing on Thursday at 8, 18 a.m. On, on the masters. But this four de- these four days, everyone's watching, right? No one's taking off work for Thursday and Friday of the Masters. Uh, some people might, but it's actually the, they do perform the most vasectomies this week of any week of the year because men plan for that around this tournament, and man, it's delivered so far, and I'm, I'm loving it.
0: That's hilarious. That first of all, that that is a stat. Second of all, that you know that stat. <laughs> that's a published stat like everything else like that's freaking amazing so well we'll talk about march madness here in just a minute um appreciate you for joining us appreciate it if you're listening back later on itunes spotify if you are we haven't plugged this in a while but give us a five-star rating um click on the app and give us a thumbs up or just you know wherever you're subscribed give us some love if you enjoy the content if you don't enjoy the content still do it right you can write mean things in the comments but please hit the five-star button and and uh And Give us some love there. Double Fries No Slaw brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. You can visit both their locations at 1818 West Tennessee Street and 2550 North Monroe. We are definitely doing a tailgate for the spring game. If you guys came out for the Notre Dame game, um, the, the chicken tenders and the sauce were absolutely plentiful. We had more sauce. We had, we had enough sauce in that Notre Dame game to last the entire season, but the, pe- the good people at Guthrie's did not want us to go lacking, and we will make sure that we have plenty of gut sauce and chicken for you guys out there at the tailgate. So stay tuned on details for that over the next little bit. Going to be in that same area. Everybody's welcome. We hope to have a good time there uh, before the spring game. Um Speaking of that as well, we had a couple of pop-up episodes this week. So if you didn't get a chance to go check those out, we had Amy Bond, the FSU women's golf head coach, on. Spoke with her about Guthries. Spoke with her about some other stuff going on as well. And then Lauren Ryan, who is uh, with FSU track, competing. Uh, she competed. I believe she's done now at the U.S. Or I'm sorry, at the World Indoor Championships um, over in Serbia this week. Ran really well. So go check out both of those episodes. uh, If you haven't seen or heard them yet. All right, Richie, some big news. Um, I'll kind of start us here. Big news for FSU spring football is back this week. Obviously we talked about the spring break uh, pause that would be happening last week. So not a ton of news. As far as football goes, there is a lot of recruiting stuff that you can kind of get into and jump into if you're not already. Um, we, we didn't cover a ton of that this week. Our recruiting guy, Dane Draper, happy birthday, Dane, turned 21. It was on a cruise. So we didn't have a ton of recruiting coverage uh, for you guys. And I, I'm not going to spend a bunch of time. There were no commits, just a bunch of visits, not a lot of news out of it other than kids saying, oh, yeah, they lead or it was a good visit, this, that, and the other. Kind of your normal visit high stuff. Obviously, the guys at Knowles 247 do a great job. So you can go check that out if you want some more in-depth of who was on campus, who visited, who didn't, who came through uh, to Tallahassee. Um, but spring football, spring practice gets going back again this week. Not, like we said, not a lot of news, not a lot around that, but it'll be nice to start getting some spring practice updates, right? Like we we all enjoy seeing those videos, Richie, like while we're avoiding work and on our cell phones, <laughs> our computers in the office. <laughs> Are you ready to see the uh, the spring practice updates back in full force?
1: I am, and it was funny. We were actually um, last night just sitting on the couch in between the games. Uh, the wife was just searching YouTube and found the uh, the Climb video series, which the Boosters does, and it's phenomenal. Okay. And she actually was the one who said, hey, do you want to watch this? I didn't even have to say it. And we watched it, and they, the production value is really good for a, a state university just putting it together uh, for themselves. So I, I'm really excited. You know, I, I think the break came comes at a good time because – Okay, the players are getting acclimated. They're not really in pads. They had a few practices, kind of doing thuds. But now when they come back this week, it's full go. And I'm excited to see who steps up, who doesn't. Um, Obviously, we'll we'll have some news from the receiver room that we'll touch on in a little bit. But opportunities for other guys to kind of come in and step up. Um, Yeah, the pads are on, and we're back full go this week. So I'm really excited. And if you're a booster, definitely check out that climb series. It's really well done.
0: Yeah. And if you're not a booster today is a great day to go sign up. You can go to boosters.fsu.edu and we get my little plug in there. Um, We say that and we laugh and we kind of joke, but a hundred percent, like that's the, that's the bare minimum of supporting um, FSU athletics, which there's a reason you're either listening to this or watching this live right now. It's because you like FSU or you support FSU athletics or say you do, or it's probably in your bio and everything else. So I would encourage you to go to boosters.fsu.edu and sign up. They have support levels. I believe they're all the way down to like $25 a year. Um, So $2 a month, you know, to, to support FSU. Um, If you sign up at the $70 level and above, you can purchase season tickets. You get first access to, we're all talking about going to the LSU game, Um, get some really neat benefits as well as like Richie said, that climb series that does really, really well. If you haven't, one more plug, if you haven't renewed your season tickets yet, get that done by April 15th so you don't lose your seat priority. I was talking with Josh about this the other day on The Space. I don't know if you heard it. I don't have amazing seats by any means. Like, I'm not balling like that yet. But I finally have good seats that, like, I'm not, like, ashamed of. Like, it's not, like, you know, can't see or, you know, sitting next to God, you know, way high up. So I finally have some, like, decent seats
1: you're not next to the professor the the shirtless professor right the book taking his shirt bit.
0: off reading <laughs> don't lose your seat priority make sure you get your tickets renewed your season tickets by april 15th don't even wait till then get it done before the spring game get that out of your mind you can set up i think you set up payment plans and everything else for it so if you don't have the money all the way up front you can set up payment plans no big deal get your season tickets renewed go to the ticket office get it done all right, let's jump into some news. This was exciting. This was a lot of fun. We talked about this on the Spaces this week. FSU's um, another NIL collective type fan run platform emerged this week. Um, Warpath 850 from the folks at Dreamfield. Uh, Mackenzie Milton is very, very involved with this. That pop up popped up this week. Um, we had them all that went live on Wednesday and we had a lot of people on um, the FSU beat. I saw that NOLS 247, War Chant, the Democrat, um, obviously with the spaces, we talked about it. We had Mackenzie Milton and Corey from Dreamfield on. But Warpath850.com, it is a um, an NIL platform where the athletes will be able to engage with supporters and folks donating um really a cool platform that you know dreamfield everybody kind of heard about them when nil was introduced and launched they launched one with ucf saw a lot of success from that and mckenzie milton hats off to him shout out to him for continuing to use his platform to help students and student athletes in the future though his playing days at fsu are over shout out to him for continuing to kind of like leave that legacy and um Help people in the future, and not just you know, it not just all be about him. And you know, he could be doing a million other things right now. So shout out to him. But a really cool platform that you guys should go check out. If you go to my page or go to Patreon.com/slash/fsu spaces, you can go to that space on Wednesday where Mackenzie and Corey from Dreamfield and Warpath850 explain the entire platform, explain what they're wanting to do with events, with um, you know, uh, exclusive chats, exclusive Discord type stuff. With FSU athletes, not just football, but all FSU athletes, uh, and something that I'm really excited for. Something that, again, we know we had Rising Spear, but there were there were some definite frustrations around um, the lack of transparency, around the lack of understanding what all Rising Spear would accomplish, and there's no there's no player engagement with Rising Spear. Hopefully, that's something that's coming. I've heard that that's something that's in the works, but a, a nice alternative, a nice option for fans that do want to give directly to these uh, athletes and have that player slash fan engagement. Um, So a really, really cool platform. Richie, what were your thoughts when you heard about Warpath 850 coming out this week?
1: Yeah, I think uh, signing day was kind of a a wake up call for all of us that we need to be doing what we can in this name, image and likeness era to try and, you know, benefit Florida State, the team in the school that we all cheer for every Saturday that we love um, and I love that McKenzie Milton, you know, it, it's, you know, it, obviously we don't care about the, the team down in Coral Gables, but you know, he, he kind of started the thing with Derek King and, and that's pretty cool. They, they started it off in Orlando with UCF, uh, at least McKenzie, that's where his focus was at listening to the spaces, but bringing it to Tallahassee is awesome. It's a really easy, really user-friendly website. You can sign up for as little as $10 a month. Um, and you can, they're going to have private events all over the state, Jacksonville, Orlando, Tampa, Miami, Tallahassee, you name it. I'm excited to, to go to one of these events. And you know, if you're like TJ, you, you're big baller, you can go renegade level $200 a month. Um, but there, there's options for everybody anywhere from 10, 25, 50, 200. I'm sure they'll take custom levels as well, but I'm excited because the the players, you know, again, we're trying to take care of not just football players, what I love about this podcast. We have athletes from all sports on here. You know, we, we just had someone going to try and be an Olympian for Australia last week. You know, people like those will be supported. Imagine, you know, some of these athletes and what they're going to make. I'm, I'm all in. I love it. I signed up at the uh, Tomahawk $25 a month level and, and
0: who knows, I may bump it up. We'll see. You say balling like me, and look at Richie. Look at my background here, and look at Richie's background. Like, he's got the whole – man. like, Richie's the one balling on this show. I mean, nobody's balling like Harlan is, which we'll check in with him a little bit later. But, you know, we Richie and I are trying over here. So, now, I I would encourage you, like I said, go to – it's free. You don't have to sign up for Patreon or anything like that. But if you go to patreon.com slash FSU spaces – it, it's you know we recorded one on Friday too, so it's not the most recent one. But it's the second most recent one, whatever Wednesday's date was, the 16th I think. So yeah. it's three sixteen spaces, and it's it says Warpath right on the title. Go check that out. Go listen to that because um, it again it it's Mackenzie Milton and Corey from Dreamfield Warpath 850 talking about their vision, their platform, what it's going to be used for. Um, I'm excited. They're going to do some stuff around the spring game. Been chatting with them and been talking with them. We'll get them on here to talk about it as well. But excited to be able to support FSU student-athletes and have that interaction, that engagement with them. And, and I think people will really, really enjoy that. We all really enjoy Like, how cool would it have been Wednesday night after softball walked off against – or not walked off, but ended up coming back to beat Alabama to chat with Michaela, who hit the big yeah. home run, or to chat with – um, Sydney, who got the last out, or to chat with um, Kat, who came in and was phenomenal for, for several innings. So, anyway, I, that'd just be so neat, and and not just softball, not just baseball, not football only, but all of the athletes to, to be able to kind of interact with them is is really going to be uh, neat. And uh, so go check them out for sure. Um, so that was some good news. I, I wouldn't call this bad news, but maybe some a little bit of sad news. We'll maybe get to some bad news here in a minute. But some sad news, it's like you're happy for the guy, but you're also selfish, and you you don't like it. Um, Gene Deckerhoff retiring after the spring game this year. Um, that came out of absolutely nowhere. Uh, maybe he was considering it, maybe he knew it, but literally just on the timeline, and CFSU puts out a press release, or actually it an article, not just a press release, but puts out an article that – gene dickerhoff retiring after the spring game which you know so we've got like less than a month left um gene obviously the voice of fsu best play-by-play guy that ever lived um calls the plays for calls the play-by-play for both the bucks and the seminoles and has for years i believe over i believe 43 years as a voice of the seminoles but i saw something that said that even a few years before that, he was the kind of the color commentary guy for local radio. He's been in Tallahassee longer than Bobby had been. Um, He, uh, I believe Bobby Bowden moved into Gene Deckerhoff's house. I think I've heard that story back in the day. So Bobby Bowden's first house, like Gene Deckerhoff had lived there before. So anyway, an absolute legend always took time for anyone and everyone. We had him on the roll up at one time. Um, He was fantastic. He's the nicest guy ever and has some truly iconic calls. Um, that I am not, I mean, you know, we I feel like we're losing all our heroes here, but I am not ready to hear FSU games that are not called by Gene Deckerhoff. Like, I'll tell you so when we had just moved in to our house, um, I was working like crazy. I we laid like 2,000 foot of, square foot of flooring and there was a lot of painting and different things that had to be done and so like it was just like nonstop work so I had the FSU North Carolina game on TV but you know I'm I'm working you know I'm not able to watch it and stuff so I had to run up to the hardware store several times and I legitimately like I listened to Deckerhoff and we started winning and so I got back home and I just sat in my car and just kept listening to Deckerhoff like I didn't even come back in because I didn't want to like not be able to hear what he was saying or have to like focus on laying floor and stuff and so uh an absolute legend that will truly truly be missed uh and like i said happy for him that he's going to be able to take a little time for his family his friends and you know not have to entertain us for years but a little bit sad a little bit upset about this uh news richie what were your thoughts when you saw that gene's hanging and hanging up the mic
1: first of all well, the coolest job in the world, right? You call Florida State games on Saturdays and Tampa Bay games on Sundays or Monday or Thursday, whatever. Yeah, for, for play.
0: I mean, there's been some times where I'm sure that wasn't the coolest job. Yeah, just but, to be fair. At, at <laughs> but times, no, I see what you're saying. Sure. I see what you're saying. And he's he is literally. Oh, he's the called Super too. Bowls and yeah. and everything. Yeah, he's the nicest
1: guy. The, the first time I met him, I remember um, was actually uh, when I was on the Null Zone Board of Directors when I was a student. We got invited to the basketball postseason banquet, and he was, you know, hosting it. You know, he was throwing him back. His wife was there having a good time. Uh, such a nice guy. And then ran into him. I posted this on Twitter yesterday, I think it was. Um, but, yeah, I ran into him at the Team Hotel Lobby Bar in Pittsburgh the night before Jameis' debut. And I just, like, was just shooting the breeze with him and Rashad Green, who was down there as well, just hanging out uh, before the game. Rashad was not drinking, guys, but Gene, Gene and I were. Um, but yeah, his calls are iconic, and it's weird because our entire lives, TJ, literally since the day we've been born, he's been the voice of the Seminoles, and now we will have a new one. Um, you think of the iconic ones, the, the the Ricks to to PK Sam. We had them on the podcast last year. That that's yeah. one that will live on forever. Uh, my favorite gene call ever might be when Michael Snare hit the game winner against Duke when he's yeah. you know the Knowles win, Knowles win, the little team that could just did. Just because it was so organic, and you could tell he wasn't prepared, he just said whatever came to his mind. And yeah, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's going to stay on with the Bucks through the end of his contract. He did say he hopes to call one more Super Bowl. So, you know, hopefully, if the Bucks can can make some more moves in free agency, we'll see that. But it's just an absolute legend, and it's going to be weird hearing anyone other than Gene Deckerhoff when they post the radio clips of Florida State highlights moving forward.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean. Like you said, some absolutely iconic calls. I mean, you think about the, the 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 Snoop menace, you know, ninety-eight yard touchdown. You think about um the Leroy Butler, the Potruski, you, you think about uh, Kermit's t- touchdown yeah. against Auburn. There's so but, many in that, right? Like yeah, Jameis's touchdown there. Um when when Telvin makes the tackle at the end of the the championship against Auburn there. Um when when Carlos ran in against Clemson and he says you know dance to the war chant and uh like the walk-off there was fantastic the Hail Mary to Kenny Shaw um you know man he he had so so many like there were you know you could we could literally just do an entire episode on some of his calls Harlan sent me a um uh an audio file earlier this week and um he he used to call. I mean, call everything. I've, I've he called yeah. baseball back in the day, and so he's got some cool baseball calls and stuff. Some some walk offs and um, man, yeah. There's you know the 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 catch that p Up made in the uh, in the national championship where he, he got interfered with. And you know, man, I, like I said, we'll go on forever, and I'll try try and shut up and wrap this up here in a minute. But um, he was fantastic. I think about obviously I think about the Super Bowl. Um, I didn't. I've heard his calls from the last Super Bowl that the Bucs won. But, you know, just that iconic, iconic um, call in the Super Bowl when um, Brooks took the touchdown back. I believe the – so we won out by 27. I think we were only up by 13 when when Brooks took his touchdown back. And I think that makes sense because Brooks took his back to take it to 20. And then – uh, another touchdown, ha- or maybe we were only went by twelve or something, but but it was close enough, right? Like uh, like three minutes left and two score game, and eh, crazier things have happened. And so um, Brooks takes it back for a touchdown, which what a cool moment for Gene for an FSU alum to do that. But um, and he says, there it is, the daggers in the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl, and it was just like we had the TV turned down that night in my house and had the radio up and it was just that realization of like holy crap we are about to win the super bowl you know like um called his shot right there with the bucks going up three scores so really really sad but cool i'm going to have to figure out a way to like pipe in some audio <laughs> cuz i want to hear him call the spring game while i'm up there in tallahassee but now just an absolute legend we'll get him on the pod soon enough maybe let him enjoy a little vacation before we uh do but an absolute legend and and really, like I said, happy but sad at the same time because that kind of sucks. <laughs> you're
1: going to have people that have been going to games literally for 40 years that have the radio headset so they can listen to Gene while they're yeah. watching the game in the stadium. And they're going to be lost this year. And I yeah. never did that, but I always said I wanted to. And now I wish I had been one of those guys that had just the, the radio that just has the FM feed to the game, so you can hear everything that's going on, injury updates, all that stuff. But more importantly, hear Gene, um, and that's gone now, and that sucks. But you should definitely do that for the spring game, TJ, at, when you head up there.
0: Yeah, Whew. I'm not ready. I'm emotional about this. I'm not ready to keep talking about it, but we'll keep talking about like our favorite Gene moments and memories and stuff. If you have a second, go to YouTube.com after the show, please. Don't 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 divert your eyes, but. Go to YouTube and just type in Gene Deckerhoff best calls and and there's some really good stuff there. Some yeah. you know, some of that old Peter Warwick stuff used to just be absolutely fantastic. And uh, he calls the Dion interception against Auburn in the eighty nine Sugar Bowl, I think. Um, so yeah, some some absolutely spectacular stuff. So check that out for sure. Um, Real okay, quick, I do some- love,
1: love. So one of my good friends that. Uh, after i graduated he was in tallahassee he went to law school there and uh saw gene's truck and his license plate just says voice which voice, is just yeah, the biggest flex it, yeah. ever i love that
0: um i've got a funny gene story and then we'll <laughs> move on we met him i did i'm like a super fan like i was a super fan of gene deckerhoff um and so we met him outside of Raymond James I I had sent him a message and said like hey I'd love to meet you. This is probably like man we were probably dating at this point. I don't even think we were married. Um or we had just got no I'm like not me ago. and TJ here just for yeah, clarification. I, know. I think they knew. I think knew. But I I met up or I sent him a message through his website and said like hey I'd love to just meet you and like take a picture. Like I've listened to you for FSU and the Bucks for so long. I'd love to just meet up and he was like absolutely. Here's where I walk in. Here's what time I walk in. You be there then. So we were going to the Bucks game that weekend, went and met up with him and uh, got a picture and stuff. And so I said, yeah, you mind if I take, we talked for like five minutes, got a picture. And he said, do you mind if I take a picture with her? And he pointed at Kara and I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, good. Cause she's way better looking than you anyway. And I don't want to take a picture with just you. So anyway, like he was absolutely hilarious too. Obviously had a a ton of wit to be able to, you know do what he did for years and years and stuff so i don't know he was a he was a great guy or still is a great guy but great guy his also last thing i keep saying last thing with gene but go find gene talking about like after bobby had passed go find the video of gene talking about him i think uh ryan kelly and wctv there in tallahassee has the has it it was man it was it was rough. It was rough to get through. It, some of it was funny, but it was you could tell how much he meant to him and stuff. And, like, those are, you know, Gene has told the story of of Tallahassee, of, of FSU football and FSU athletics for years and years and years. And um, nobody's ever done it better. There's never been a better play-by-play guy in the history of athletics. I don't care if you believe that or not. That's the fact. And so shout-out Gene Deckerhoff on your retirement. I'm going to listen to all the Bucks games this year. I'm not going to watch <laughs> um, because I got to hear the play-by-play one more time, one more year. So, all right, that's all I got on Gene. We'll talk about him as we continue to go on uh, through the rest of the season, the rest of the year, uh, talk to people that he's done iconic calls for. That'd be cool. We'll talk with people that have gone back and listened to his call later. That, that'll that be kind of a neat thing to do. Um, some sad news, some bad news, some Thankful news a little bit. Winston Wright um, injured in a car accident uh, during spring break. FSU transfer wide receiver from – was it West Virginia? Um, yeah. Injured in a car accident. Um, nobody in his car – like no his car not at fault. Um, it was the car that hit him. Don't think there was anything like malicious going on. I think just truly an accident. But uh, ended up having to have surgery. Um, obviously out for the rest of the spring – had a, I mean, I think this is public knowledge, but had a, you know, broken leg, ended up having to have surgery. Not a real clear timetable on his recovery, but is recovering and, and doing well, and thank God that um, he's okay. Did have to be literally extracted from the car, and so could have been a lot worse um, than what it is. No real timetable on his return or recovery, um, from what I've heard you know it would be it it would be pretty spectacular if he was able to make it back so i don't know i think that it, it really puts you behind the a ball because if nothing else he's at least missing the entire spring and and a broken leg you know a recovery from a broken leg is just not a, a super quick thing typically i mean you can just google how long that recovery is and i don't have to kind of be the bearer of bad news here today so uh, not not sure if we'll have him in the fall. My my gut would say probably not. Um, at the end of the day, he's okay, you know, physically. <laughs> like, he's not dead. So, I think there are some positives to take, but not the best news for FSU. Um, but, fortunately, it did take a lot of transfer wide receivers, so this will kind of give other people an opportunity to step up. Again, what's most important is that he's okay, you know, and and that he's not dead, and that nobody he was with is dead either. Thank God.
1: Yeah, like we saw, you know, the, the tragic news out of Texas with the the golf team that you know there's an accident <laughs> where there were several fatalities. So, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we're a Florida State Sports podcast. So we look at it from a football standpoint, but like you said, it's the good thing for him is that he's okay. He, he's going to be fine. He may or may not be able to play this year, um, but that's not the important part. Um, obviously, I think it offers the uh, opportunities for other receivers to kind of step up because you know we talked about him I thought he was one of the guys that really could have been a wide receiver one in my opinion um but again he he is okay it's you know it's a unfortunate accident back in his hometown um it, like you mentioned it and I want to be clear on that there's no you know no funny business malicious activity or anything going on just a true auto accident that that people deal with but we'll see what what the room looks like and what that what happens there but like you mentioned he's you know it may or may not be available this fall and, and probably not maybe at some point in the season but definitely glad he's okay that that's the most important thing um but now that you look at a guy like a Malik, Malik McLean um uh, Pokey Wilson you know the guys that have been here that do they step up now it, we'll see you know it's it, it feels weird transitioning from you know a, a pretty serious car crash to what it means on the football field
0: but that's kind of what we're here for yeah no, and again, we recognize and understand that what's most important is that he is okay and that his life is yeah. continuing because it could have been a lot worse. But at the end of the day, it is, um, it is something the Florida State is going to have to figure out, something that they're going to have to come back from. And um, so we'll see how they do that. There's other guys you know, that are there that will need to step up. You know, I don't know that this changes a win total. I do think that it is significant to lose – the guy that was probably going to be your best, uh, most proven wide receiver this year. But you lost him early. And so it wasn't like losing him, you know, week zero or in the middle of fall. You've got other time. Other guys will now get time and get more reps because he's not there. And so we'll see who can kind of step up or if anybody does step up. If that's, you know, Pittman's made a lot of noise. Wilson's made a lot of noise. You've got Helton. You've got different guys that are coming back. So we'll kind of see what happens, but at the end of the day, most important that he is good, <laughs> you know, yeah. more than, more than anything else. So, um, all right. Transition. There's no easy way to transition off of that, but prayers up to him, his, you know, all those involved. Um, we, we wish everybody involved a speedy recovery because again, that's, that's certainly what's most important. Um, all right, we haven't talked about this a ton on here, I don't think, or else I may have just been kind of sleepwalking through the last episode. But Jarvis Brownlee, there's been some news around him. We talked about on the Spaces a ton. Um, he sent out a tweet, I guess, the other day. Uh, did you see what the tweet said?
1: So uh, just to give some quick background, you know, a week or two ago, he tweeted out or put on a, his Instagram story, whatever these kids are using these days, I don't know, uh, something about no NIL deals at Florida State – Clearly, you know, voicing his displeasure with not having NIL deals. Uh, Spring break, he went back home to Miami and he posted again, said something along the lines of uh, back in Miami where I'm wanted or where I'm liked. You know, a a subtle Uh, shot at Florida State. Uh, Then last week posted a video of a UF workout, said, why don't we have the energy like this? And then his tune changed out of nowhere, TJ. I think you saw He tweeted something, but he had the hashtag climb. I think he said feeling blessed, ready to climb, or something like that. Yeah, with maybe the emoji or something.
0: That has since been deleted. Oh, I did not know that. Which is fun. So, anyway. I can't keep up. (laughs) Yeah, really no clue what's kind of going on with that situation. Um, Not really sure why. He he hasn't been with the team. Um, He hasn't been practicing. We don't know why. There was some speculation or some rumor around the fact that it was, you know, NIL specific related. And I'm not saying that NIL, NIL can't play into it because Jarvis is the one that literally said that. But um, yeah, I, I have no idea what what the situation is here, what's going on here, why we're having such a struggle um, with with this. But hopefully they get it figured out. I mean, at the end of the day, Jarvis Brownlee it would be a contributor on this team. Um, but at the same time, if he's going to be a distraction, his worth is not, his worth is not high enough to allow a distraction to continue. It is kind of my take on that, right? Like I do think he can come in. I do think he can make an impact. I do think he can be a contributor on, in Florida state secondary this year. That said, there becomes a point where his worth is, um, Not worth (laughs) the distraction. It's so, yeah, it's in sports trying to get through that.
1: Yeah, well, in sports, especially in the professional level, and let's not pretend college football is not, you know, a farm league of NFL. Do your talents outweigh your issues? That's what it comes down to. If the answer is yes, there's a reason Antonio Brown keeps getting chances, you know, time and time again because he's that good. Uh, and like you said, Jarvis Bradley played a lot of snaps last year. He's, he's a solid player and he could definitely couldn't help contribute to this team. But if he's spending his spring break, trying to troll Florida state and his teammates and his coaches, whatever he's doing it, that, you know, at that point he's 21, 22 years old, there's a maturity level that I would expect from that. And if he's mad about name, image and likeness, I don't know. I, like you mentioned if if he was Durbin James caliber, yeah, you, you, tend to put up with it but no he's the guy that came up with the touchdown to jacksonville state i don't know if you bring him back at this point like you said i I thought when we saw the tweet yesterday with the climb that things okay mike smooth things over you said it's deleted now i don't even know at this point i don't want to have to spend that much time on you know an okay defensive back when you have a lot of talent in that room like you mentioned, you don't you just don't need the distraction. I'm not saying Mike needs to kick him off the team or anything like that. Um, I'm saying they need to figure out what's going on with him and address it and come to a final decision one way or the other, whether that well, means he's all in back on the team
0: or he moves on. Yeah, what's tough to know is he's doing all this right now and he's not even with the team, right? So we're saying, yeah. oh, you know, if he was if he had this level of talent or if he was this big of a contributor or this any other, well, he's not a contributor at all right now, yeah. you know because he's not with his teammates. And so – and obviously we don't know why that is. Florida State hasn't made that info yeah. available. Um, so he's still on the official roster, so he's still could, with the team. There's obviously something that's gone on to where he's not with the team. And so, again, how much of a distraction are you willing to put up with? Um, I don't know. There's, there's not really a right answer there. It's not my decision. You know, you're not going to kick a guy off the team for Instagram posts or being, you know – no. a little immature on social media but at the same time I don't know why he's suspended right now the the instagram post the uh, crying out seems to be a reaction to to yeah. why ever he's out right complaining about an il seems to be a reaction to whatever's got him suspended right now from being able to be with the team so frustrating to Mike see is hopefully well something compensated that's cleared to up figure this that week. out so yeah it's hopefully something that's cleared up this week so that it can can stop being a distraction all right yeah. good or bad right whether you're gonna yeah. be Either bought just in some finality straight. to it yeah so okay something that there's not finality to but that there should be in two and a half weeks is this march madness bracket that you and i have figured out how is your bracket so far
1: i'm in the 18th percentile of espn so i had a really bad first few days but my entire elite eight and final four remains intact so I actually had Purdue coming out of the uh, Kentucky Baylor region. I feel really good about that now. Um, St. Peter's obviously wrecked a ton of brackets, but I love it. I'm here for that. That's the the storylines we love in March Madness. You got a 15 seed heading to the sweet 16. Uh, My my bracket is shot entirely. My knockout pool, I've I've been eliminated twice now from that. Uh, Not great from a pick standpoint. I've not bet on any single game yet. That's going to change today. I think I'm going to bet on some of these games. I uh, see Houston got on Illinois a little early right now, but yeah, my bracket shot. It, it's not good, but I do have a chance to come back later. Again, my entire elite eight still remains intact.
0: Cool. Yeah. So my elite eight, I, I have six of them. I had Baylor and Kentucky. Who'd you have beaten Baylor? Um, I believe I had Purdue beaten Baylor. No, no. Purdue would have been in the Let's elite eight. eight. Right, like they they were, it. That was an elite eight matchup. Um. So yeah, I'll tell you mine real quick. I I lost. I lost. Um, I lost Kentucky and Baylor. I don't think that's a super big shock. I think. um No. Yeah, I had, I had Purdue I beating it, Baylor. Yeah. Oh, so you did have Baylor in the elite eight. You said you didn't have. So your elite eight's not in. Texas. Oh,
1: as of last night, yeah. So Baylor's out. So I have seven of eight.
0: uh okay. Left in. So the elite I have six eight. of eight because I also had Kentucky. But what I do feel is – I know people will have had Purdue there, so those people – but, like, by Baylor losing, it makes my Kentucky loss hurt a little bit less. For sure, uh, Just because more people would have Baylor. Those are easily the two most-picked teams, and then Purdue probably third, just based on the seed. So I still have Auburn alive, which I still feel good about that. I still have Kansas. I know that they haven't looked like world beaters by any means, but that's my champion, so I need them to keep winning. I um, still have Arizona, still have Villanova. I have Houston in that game you just mentioned. Um, Gonzaga and Duke I still have. Arkansas I got right. So I'm, I'm doing okay. I have a, yeah. a possibility of three of four Final Fours. My championship game is still intact. Um, I think I can go 7-1 and one today. Like, it is possible. Like, the only game that I can't get right today is I had Bama beating – Texas Tech. So I'd probably rather Notre Dame just keep winning there because I don't know how many people would have Notre Dame in the Sweet 16. But, um, yeah. man, some fun games. That Gonzaga game. Did you stay up last night? The Gonzaga game was fantastic. Um, yeah. So many good games. And I tweeted this too. The first round has a lot of, like, really thrilling upsets. And I think that we love the first round for that. But I think the second round, like the Saturday-Sunday of this weekend, has the best percentage of, like, good games because you get rid of a lot of the 16 seeds. You get rid of a lot of the – well, all the 16s. And a lot of the 15s, you get rid of all the blowouts. But yesterday, North Carolina Baylor was fantastic. Kansas Creighton was great. Memphis-Gonzaga was a four-point game. Um, The Arkansas-New Mexico State game was really good. St. Peter's and Murray State was really, really good. So, I don't know, I'm hoping for some really good games today as well. I think that Michigan State-Duke will be fun. I think Miami-Auburn will be fun. Texas Purdue should be a ton of fun. So, I, I this is again, we talked about it earlier in the year. This is my favorite, like little weekend as far as sports go. Yeah. This is so much fun.
1: Well, to put it in perspective, the biggest spread today uh, I'm on Bovada right now is Arizona favored by nine and a half. Everything else is three, five and a half, four and a half. Uh, you have eight in Texas, second, Notre Dame, but all these spreads are really tight. Not a single double digit spread uh today's action it's it's going we're gonna have some really good games and uh, they don't pay us but i want to shout them out direct tv they have the sports mix channel it's like 205 where you can watch four games at once you just you can control the audio just pushing the arrow buttons up and down um that has been a godsend for me these past few days
0: i uh i sat out on the back porch last night i I don't smoke cigars often, just because I am not I'm not really a cigar guy. But I do have them from time to time. But I poured a little bourbon. Shout out bourbon on a budget. I smoked a cigar, and I watched three games at once. It was absolutely fantastic. My back porch is my favorite part of my house. Like it's not even close. The kids were down. <laughs> we grilled steaks last night. Like it was just a great night and really good basketball going on um all over and so had fun with it enjoyed it um and i'm excited to do it all over again tonight <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so fun stuff fun stuff we'll talk more march madness as we continue on and as the tournament progresses um but now it's it's been a ton of fun so far um all right we'll go around the horn real quick i'm gonna add in harlan real quick just because We're gonna add him, but we're gonna mute him because it's kind of loud where he is. But we just kind of wanted Harlan wanted to flex from literally Coach Martin's office. Baseball game going on right now. Teams down one to nothing to NC State. Um, way too loud. Harlan couldn't talk, couldn't say anything. But um live from Coach Martin's office, shout out Harlan with his old logo. Um with his old logo on harlan go get some brisas because that's that's what you need to do go get some empanadas or i'll just tell those people to bring you something because you know they're good people so shout out harlan um speaking of old logo before we talk baseball richie did you have you seen the vault stuff that Garnet gold has oh yeah do you like your you have a like a little bourbon glass right like he sent you a, a rocks yes. glass or whatever yeah, they so, sent me a, a
1: wine glass and a bourbon glass, and I've used both since I've had them.
0: Same time, double fist those. I need a I need that picture for social media. I need you to All fill right. up with wine and fill it up with bourbon and like <laughs> give your wine your wife the wine glass. But I need I might that. Make a mimosa when I get hop off here and put it in there. My man, let's go. So um <laughs> she's gonna be hammered by the nine o'clock games tonight. <laughs> Um, but uh, shout out Garnet and Gold, they have an entire vault section that a lot of people don't know about. It's actually kind of shocked me that people don't know about this. But team old logo people, team keep this chief people, team like I love the FSU, like interlocking. Go to garnetandgold.com, get you some vault gear. You can use code NOSLAW, that's N O S L A W, fits the show, no spaces. And you'll get 20% off your order. It counts for everything except for autograph stuff or diploma frames. I'd imagine the people on here are not buying diploma frames anyway. But no autograph stuff, but literally everything else. 20% off using code NOSLOSS. Support a family-owned FSU-supported business. Has employed thousands of FSU uh, students over the years. And isn't run by Gators. Like, I know Fanatics has the NIL stuff going on, but they're a Gator-run business. Like, stop buying at Fanatics. Go to double – oh, go to double fries. Go to No slaw is the code, and you get 20% off your order. Also, those baseball and softball shirts they dropped – I know Harlan's out of the baseball game – are so fire, they're not even funny. The gold – I know both teams are wearing the Sunday golds uh, today. Baseball looks like – the baseball's doing – uh garnet top gold pants, that's kind of different. I don't like that. But I think we got Sunday gold's coming up for the second baseball game. I'm Ho- hoping so. double uh, header. both doubleheader today. So check out gold.com Appreciate their support. Appreciate all they do. Man, I'm gonna my wife's gonna kill me for how much I'm gonna get from garnet Gold, but <laughs> <laughs> no slaw is the code. Um, okay. Baseball the game against UF got postponed this week due to weather. So we didn't end up getting to beat the Gators this week, but that will happen later on in the year. So we'll beat them later. Not going to happen this week, though, unfortunately. Um, Baseball did beat the heck out of NC State. Shout out Hunter, who is probably upset watching this right now. Beaten by like a million yesterday. So that was a lot of fun. Softball won as well yesterday. Um, Beach volleyball won both of their matches. Swimming and diving broke a whole bunch of FSU records. And their last day of competing, Outdoor track got underway yesterday, so a ton going on with FSU Athletics. Men's and women's tennis is playing right now. The men's are currently competing in the doubles. They've got a slight lead. Hopefully they can hold on to that. I'm watching right now. Yeah, they won the doubles point, and they're on to singles um, against Louisville. The women take on Virginia Tech, getting started here in just a few minutes. And then baseball and softball are currently competing right now. Baseball is down one nothing. Softball is tied at zero. Both games just got underway. So, and both those teams have double headers. So you can follow all of that. Go to seminoles.com for the latest or follow the official team accounts to kind of see what's going on through each of those. Um, I'd really like some sweeps today. Give me, Give me both the tennis squads to win, yes. give me both the softball and baseball to uh, get the double header sweeps as well <sighs> i'm out of breath there but i think that's all i've got oh go to double and mike ferguson does a great job of keeping you updated yes. with everything that's going on on a daily basis with fsu um, hat tip to the women's basketball team finished up their season on thursday with a loss to missouri state but a good year um, a ferocious climb no pun intended to steal from Coach Norvell. But a ferocious climb over the last 10 games to go 7-3, and three, make the tournament, and get into the big dance. Season fell a little bit shorter of what they wanted, but a great year regardless. Can't wait to see them back on the court in November. Speaking of court, a former Noel. You got some news on a former Noel uh, in, the, in the pros that you wanted to bring up today.
1: Yeah, just a... Felt uh, He was in pretty good company. Scotty Barnes uh, over in Toronto had a heck of a game the other night. He joined a, a guy named LeBron James and Blake Griffin as the only rookie since 2000 to have a 30-point, 15-rebound, 5-assist game. He's been dominating uh, lately. He's averaging over 18 points a game since the All-Star break. Uh, every bit of what Toronto thought they were getting when they drafted him um love seeing that i'm gonna have to buy his jersey tj because I, I just love what he's doing um and you probably saw it i know you're a you're a lakers lebron guy but the when lebron was falling out of bounds and trying to peg scotty right in the stomach right there uh lebron looked like he was ready for scotty to get in his face and scotty was just kind of cool calm collected walked away like yeah no big deal um love what he's doing in the league i think he's gonna, has a chance to be a superstar uh for
0: a long time because his rookie season has not disappointed yeah, no, I mean I I've, I've really enjoyed watching Scotty this year. I mean, most people don't get in LeBron's face, though. So, like, I don't <laughs> know too many people in the league that <laughs> I I'd play it like that too, whether oh, I was no, upset Pat, or not. got into it, got went up to him a little bit the other day. Yeah, I I'm not LeBron could do most things to me. I'd be like, yeah, it's that's yours, King, bro. <laughs> what am I gonna <laughs> exactly. do? But uh no, Scotty, Scotty's awesome, man. I super excited for him. He is absolutely the truth and excited for how good he's been this year is he the is he the favorite to win rookie of the year i don't think so Uh, who's who's a rookie of the year this year lebron did he think scotty should
1: win it it, was that a real quote because i saw someone posted and said sports Uh, center ran with my fake quote so it looks like um um, evan mobley with cleveland's the odd on favorite right now cade cunningham detroit uh so it Evan Mobley's minus 900 uh, over in Cleveland. Cade Cunningham, Detroit's plus oh. 550. Scotty's 700. So, I mean, minus 900 is a massive odds, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot of time to go. So that could change if Scotty kind of keeps it up. But, yeah, that's that's pretty stark there. I don't follow the NBA enough to know, like, Mobley and them in Cleveland. Yeah. I, I kinda, don't follow the rookie of the year chase. <laughs> yeah. Goes. I, I kind of follow what our Knowles do. I yeah. I kind of watch the big games, like, you know, when – Golden State plays Milwaukee, and then I watch the Lakers. Like, I, that's all I don't have time to watch what Cleveland and Orlando are doing on a random. Season. I don't even
1: watch every Magic game.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just, I and I don't watch every Lakers game either because it's depressing. So, good stuff for Scotty. Hopefully, he continues to trend upward. He's been killing it lately. Uh, last thing we had here on the notes, and then we can get, do anything else you want or get out of here. Uh, watch some hoops. Trey Cunningham named South Region Track and Field Athlete of the Year. So, he adds to his list of awards and recognition from this year uh really a fantastic way to end his career and shout out trey cunningham kind of he was awesome when he was on here he's been fun on social media interacting with us um saying he'd go get double fries actually went and got double fries yeah and so a, a lot of fun shout out trey and happy for him for sure
1: definitely it was, um, it was a really cool guy on here and uh, again it, it no surprise to, for him to just rack up another award. It's like Jamison December back in 2013. We're just, yeah.
0: yeah, every single award, you know who is going to. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, okay, I don't have anything else. We probably have another pop-up coming up this week. Like I said, we had two last week, but I think we have one this week. I'll keep you guys updated, let you know if and when that's going off. So follow us on social media for all the news and info there. It's Double Fries Pod everywhere. You can search Double Fries No Slaw and you'll find us. We appreciate the interactions. If you're watching an FSU game, tag us in it. We'll share that. If you are um, yeah, you know, whatever you've got going on and you got questions, whatever. You just you want to complain about us, we're here for it. Interact with us on social media. We enjoy it. Um, we'll be back for a pop-up at sometime this week, I think. I haven't gotten confirmation yet. But if not, we will see you guys on Sunday for our regularly scheduled programming. Thank you guys for hanging out. We'll see you next week. Go Knowles.